and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. Actually, it's not. It's mostly about our lives. Folks, punked you. Punked you. You got tricked. You guys watching Quibi, the punked uh, version of uh, Nobody's watching Quibi. You're not watching the uh, punked on Quibi? Quibi got punked, you know. How, did you watch it? No, I've never seen a second of a Quibi I show. I don't even know how you would watch Quibi. You got to download it and sign up for it? No, thank you. Well, you know, Quibi uh, is, I'm surprised. It, 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 no one's talking about the failure of Quibi any longer because of... Because um, how quickly it failed? Yeah, I guess. But uh, anyway, we've talked about Quibi on a Patreon for a while. Way we? too much. Yeah, <laughs> we've actually talked about Quibi way too much for people who've never seen it. This is a terrible time to bring this up, but could you rate us five stars? <laughs> On the Apple Podcast app. You know what? Better than rating us five stars, tell a friend that you really like the podcast. Be like, hey, I think you'd like it too. Check it out. Let's talk about it. We need to get more listeners, folks. Yeah, let's get a couple more listeners up in yeah. this piece, folks. We'd like to, if we could just boost this, uh, the listeners up to about, I don't know, five, ten thousand a week. Yes, we need ten thousand a week. That's yeah. what we're looking for. That is our goal. In life. So, also, you can, uh, if you have... If you have what are you couple, about to say? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug our Patreon, of course. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash Reality Blows. Or just check out realityblowspodcast.com for all your Reality Blows needs. Five bucks a month. The bonus tier gets you two bonus episodes a month. Yep. That's right, folks. We do more podcasts than the million that we do for free each week. We saw your dad today for Father's Day, yes. and he brought up that he listened to our first uh, June Patreon app. Yep. Do you think he liked it? He didn't say that he did. <laughs> he, as a matter of fact, the only thing that he mentioned was the fact that he that I had said that we walked uh, on a levee, uh-huh. and it really it wasn't a levee; it's a jetty. Yes. And he said that if it was a live show, that he would have called in. Yeah. And corrected me. But that sounds like he liked it, right? I mean. <laughs> I, well, he was like, well, I listened to you guys, uh, your little, the, your the, little. the uh, episode <laughs> where you did, um, you know, your week your by check week. In? Your yeah, check-ins. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You, you talked, talked about, about a raccoon. raccoon. <laughs> you talked about a raccoon. <laughs> guys, never bring up. If I know you in real life, never bring up the fact that you've listened to this podcast. Just never bring it up. I never want to find out that anybody has ever seen me or heard me do anything ever. Is that so much to ask? Hey, I saw you do stand-up. Don't talk to me about that. I don't want to hear it. Hey, I saw you perform. I I, I don't want you to tell me that. Just watch it, enjoy it, or don't, and then get the hell out of here. Don't ever bring it up to me. My worst nightmare is when someone is like, I saw a video of yours, and I'm like, okay. Like someone I don't know. Yeah. Um, if it's a friend and they're like, oh, I watched that old video. I loved it. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's fun. Yeah. But like just a person, let's say at a job interview or something. I've, I have been in situations where someone has mentioned that they've seen me perform before and it has made me want to crap my pants. Yeah. I'd like to vomit in my own underwear. First time I really remember a strong reaction was in, I was being interviewed for jury duty. And it came down to me and this other guy for a jury. And he's like, I've seen you perform before. Didn't say I was good. Last two times that anybody that I knew talked to me about this podcast, the last time was my father today on Father's Day. This is Happy Father's Day, Steve. Yes. I uh, hope you're sweating it out as you're doing your six-mile walk right now. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, that was today, the day that we're recording. And then the previous time was my mom talking about a podcast that we did in which I mentioned that the toilet overflowed <laughs> and uh, she immediately had to turn off the podcast because she, I guess the way that I described it was that like pee-pee water was touching me and she said it was absolutely disgusting and she had to turn it off. Cause panic. My mom <laughs> just uh, texted me to tell me I've spelled things wrong. Yes. So guys, thank you for supporting <laughs> us. We're feeling very supported. It is weird to talk about our parents knowing that they will uh, listen to it later. Stop listening to this. Should we start again? No, no, no. Um, I'm in so much pain today, guys. Let me just tell you what's been going on in my life. Um, you know, Nick had this idea. He said, he, he, you know, Nick's doing his diet, right? I'm sure he, we've talked about it on the podcast past couple of weeks, low carb, cutting out the bread, the sugar, etc. Trying to get back into the pre-Disney shape he was in 2019. 
And um, Nick was like, why don't you bring the scale back from Brooklyn when you go there to water the plants and get the mail? Just a reminder, we are shacking up on the Jersey Shore, um, helping my family uh, with a little bit of stuff this summer. And so we packed up our pretty much our entire lives along with our kitty cat. And we're in the clubhouse right now. So Ashley went back, grabbed a few extra things. And I was like, yeah, grab that. uh, Grab that scale. Let's let's see what's what. Big mistake. Okay, I got on that scale shocked, shocked to learn what has happened um, over the past 10 years. I'd say there's just been a steady increase. Okay, don't like the trajectory, the pattern that I'm on. And I was like, I really got to work out. I got to get back into working out with the quarantine and everything. I wasn't going to Planet Fitness um, for the first couple of months. wasn't even really walking around because no one wants to walk around Brooklyn. Since we've been in the Jersey Shore, I've been walking around, but I thought I needed to step it up a notch, kick it up a notch. And I started a 30-day yoga thing, and about two days into the yoga thing, I pulled my neck. And I was like, dang, hurt my neck. Ooh, it's so painful. I'm going to take a day off. Took a day off. Next day, went hard. I did a three prong exercise i did a trampoline trampoline for 30 minutes okay and that's when you just do jumping jacks on the trampoline and then i did a 30 day uh, yoga day three and then i went on a bike ride with nick for an hour and now i can't move you are pretty much a vegetable uh incapacitated you, you demanded today that I give you an intense massage demanded it yeah it was just no we couldn't there's no room to fool around yeah I mean I've, I you know and I gave you the massage and I hope it was okay it was incredible in fact I don't think you've ever given me a massage before and I, I have you say this every time I don't know I have given you a massage I before. made him put a, a timer on his phone so I was getting a full 10 minutes on you that lower full back. 10, and then I had to go pick up my cauliflower pizza. But yeah, I cannot move. It's so bizarre to like go. I guess I've just, I, I jumped back into exercising too quickly. I need to slow it down, I think is what my body's telling me. Or I'm old. I don't know. But um, Both. not into either. Well, uh, you know, you, you're 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 stiff as a board. I cannot bend down. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Can't walk around. I do really like the trampoline exercises, though. Basically, you can just... we talk about that for a second now? Yeah. Did you invent this hopping on a trampoline and calling it exercise? Or... No. Okay. Mm-mm. It's actually called a reformer. I think is the name of those little trampolines yes. that I have. People are very into it, and it's been an exercise modality for like three decades maybe i remember my mom had one when i was in elementary school and there was like a vhs tape that went with it um it's very popular now if you go on youtube and you search for like reformer exercises or trampoline exercises there's tons of videos that like uh, coach you through it so how did that hurt you well i just created my own which is what I See, did. See, that's where you go wrong. That's where I went wrong. Because I was having, you came down, you saw me in the basement. I had set it up in the basement <laughs> and I was watching uh, like a YouTube video. I, I mean, this is uh, honestly, the, the site that I saw, Ash, is just really what's wrong with the world. You were in the basement with your trampoline and you were ready to get going. You were stretching. I didn't see what was about to happen. So I didn't actually see the workout. But you had your laptop set up and you had your phone propped. And the phone was propped up, and that was, like, talking you through some sort of stretching or some sort of exercise. And it was higher up and closer to me. And that was on my phone was the trampoline exercise. And then in front of me was a skincare video. You had some sort of YouTube skincare video going at the same time. How could you take in both information at once? Because of the trampoline thing, it'll be like, okay, now we're going to do this. We're going to do, like, squats for two minutes or whatever. And so then you just, you're doing that, but you're watching your skin. You're watching your Dr. Dre video. Um, and I not, am talking about Dr. Dre, the dermatologist. Yes, a different Dr. Dre, completely different Dr. Dre. But you're right, Nick. I had an issue. I had an issue splitting my attention. So I just turned off the trampoline thing and I was like, <laughs> I'll just do my own shit. And what I did was I just like would do jumping jacks for a minute and then do like high knees for a minute. And then I would do free form where I would twist around and pretend to punch the air. And then I did like a minute of squats and I did 
that for 30 minutes. And today I feel like I've been, I feel like I was on a horse all day yesterday. So you clearly, I mean, we'll get back to that horse thing obviously in a second, but you clearly hurt yourself during this free form trampoline improvisation. I don't know. Maybe. Was it the yoga? Well, was it the bike the ride after? Like, Who hold knows? On. The yo- how is yoga putting you in that position? Well, I think yoga hurt my neck the first time. I, I, I am not doing yoga correctly, I don't think. And so I'm like hanging upside down. My neck's flapping around. I don't know. But you I, do I, have a is, video going. This has yes. happened to me before. Mm-hmm. I do. I'm doing yoga with Adrian. Shout out. I know some of you guys probably watch her. Okay. And then you, you're also the other culprit could be the, bike the ride. leisurely bike ride where yeah. we barely move at all. Come on. I mean, really, I'm trying to figure this out because these are three low impact. It's got to. Yeah, it's probably the trampoline. It's got to be the trampoline. It's got to be. The but trampoline. you were hurting before the trampoline. Had you done the trampoline before yesterday? My neck was hurting. Remember my yes, neck? Yes. It was like all neck. Now, the neck thing that's happened with me in yoga before. Uh huh. Just because I'm hanging down wrong or something. You're doing something wrong. Yeah, I'm just doing something wrong. Um, Anytime I ever see you, you're in child's pose. That like is you, not I'm true. I'm telling you, I always walk in and you're like, hey, get out of here. I'm yogaing. And I'm like, like, it seems like you're just sleeping. No, this is restorative. You've come at the end multiple times when I am doing. I did stuff before and now I'm restoring it. When I'm wrapping it up. You walk in always. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. The neck neck was not an issue. Neck was just like this is like business as usual. I was like, my neck stiff. It'll work itself out. Took a day off. Thought everything. It, and what? And took a day off. And I was fine. Then I went into this crazy workout thing, and uh, I really messed it up for myself, big time, big time. So yeah, it was the trampoline. I was doing a lot it's of twists be. on the trampoline. Right. Um, like jumping in the air and twisting around. Is this, and- so there's, I've heard, I've pulled muscles before my back. It's awful. Your back is terrible. Seized like you up. can't even. So that's what you're dealing with. You're not dealing with, cause I've also used muscles that I haven't used in a long time. Mm-hmm. And the soreness is like, whoa, like my abs. You yes. Know? It's a combo. Um, back is seized. Back is definitely but the muscles, injured. Muscles are also like, hey, now. The muscles are feeling the burn. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the legs. That's why that riding that horse, I got that feeling. Okay. So what's going on? Is the horse, so I've never you ever rid- ridden a horse? Not so long that I was in pain. No. Really? I don't think I've ever really ridden a horse. I think I've ri- ridden a, ridden a horse where like somebody was holding it and walking me around like a. You circle. say you think that a I pony? Feel like it was the- a pony. <laughs> I've ridden a pony before at birthday parties. At a birthday party? Yeah, I think somebody I knew had a birthday party where they had like a they rented a horse and like everybody got to get on the horse and they walked it around like a like a circle area in a park. That sounds sad. Yeah, it was awful. We also the the I don't know they made us do this. You had to bring a, a heavy object, and when you got on the horse, they made you hit it in the head. That is not true. I'm telling you, Nick. it's what the birthday boy wanted. <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad. I picked you know up. What? A, I only could find a stick. It wasn't that heavy, but I jabbed him. Stop. With it. What? It's what he wanted. You know, Bryce. The, the question. My have, best friend Bryce. The question: Have you ever ridden a horse? Feels like, you know, it would be a yes, a clean yes or no answer. Nothing clean with me, baby. You don't know. You have no idea if you've ever been on a horse. I've 100% been on a horse in that way of like. I thought you said it was a pony. Well, I don't know the difference. Have you been on a horse? I don't know. I don't know How that. How can someone not know if they've ever been on a horse before? I've never been on a horse galloping like You've on never its been own. on a horse no, galloping? No, no, no. Oh, my poor baby. What? It's just a very important part of childhood. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. The freedom of a young, being a young gal on a horse galloping through a meadow. It's dangerous, man. It's the best. It's the best. It's bad. Christopher, I love being Christopher on a horse. Reeves. Well, I mean, yeah, a lot of people have accidents, but like that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. You can't live life not doing things that have hurt people before because then you wouldn't do anything. Okay. And that's no way to live. I can't wait to get your ass on a horse, dude. I'm too fat for a horse. No. Well, yeah, we'll check, but I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I know there is a weight limit, but I, I think you're fine. Um, 
being on a horse is the best. My grandfather used to train horses. And so when I was a kid, I'd go to the stables with him and I would ride a horse bareback, which is incredible. Now that's naked? Yeah, we have to both be naked. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Um, so I also have a medical issue going on this week. Is that what this episode is going to be about? Re- we got to talk about something on here. <laughs> we have a lot of things to say. Mine's real, though. Not like yours, sorry. How dare what? you? Mine is also uh, real. Well, yours is undiagnosed. You have an undiagnosed I'm problem. I'm sore. You're sore. I'm so sore. I can't wait to take a bath after this podcast. Oh, my God. Ashley's been taking... She, she's <laughs> taking more baths than there are days. I got to make up time, y'all. I've been living in Brooklyn without a bathtub. Uh, Can you imagine living somewhere and you can't take a bath? We have a bathtub. It's just terrible. No, that's not a bathtub. I mean, it's tiny. It's, it's not It's not a bath. It's like a foot soak yeah, that you stand in. Um, but when I lived in the other apartment, I couldn't take a bath in that either. So I've gone a good 10 years without living somewhere I could take a bath, which I think is personally tragic. Showed up in New Jersey. You know we got that deep soak tub here, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking the deep soaks. Well, I'm starting to believe that you're fabricating some of this muscle issue just Nick, I don't to have make time for this bullshit. To I don't have time. Talk about your sis. Oh, I'm so sore. I'm so sore. I'm going to soak later. I'm going to soak later. You better watch out. Don't even talk to me before I've had my soak. <laughs> That's what you just announced. You're waking up in the morning and announcing your <laughs> the soak you're going to take. And it's not a bath. You've called it a soak. Yeah, I got to soak these muscles. <laughs> I'm so tight, y'all. I got to soak. Y'all, I took a leisurely bike ride three days ago. I need to soak. <laughs> yeah, that's my life right now. So, yes, I have a cyst. Thanks for the spoiler, Ash. Yeah, I, I jumped right into it. What are you going to say? I had like some sort of a, a cyst on my back maybe for the last 10 years. And I met Nick. He had this bump on his back. And I was like, babe, what is that? And he's like, don't worry about it. It's always been there. And I was like, I don't know. It looks kind of weird. Have you ever gotten it checked out by a doctor? I told you it's always been there. I was born with it. It's always been there. Don't look at it. So then I just ignored it. And then about, I don't know, four or five days ago, Nick was like, I think it's grown and it hurts. And y'all, it did grow. It was bigger. It's kind of like if you cut a golf ball in half and you put half of it under the skin. That's what he's got on his shoulder blade right now. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts right now the way I'm sitting. Uh, Yes, I actually had to go to the doctor for the first time in, I'm going to say, 12 years. That's the wild thing about this, is that I learned through this process that you have some, like, phobia of the doctor. I'm a little afraid to go to the doctor, yes. Why? I'm less afraid now because I went. You gotta go. You gotta get checkups. I love going to the doctor. I hate it. I'm scared. Baby, Knowledge is power. Yeah, it's true. I understand that I'm only hurting myself by not going to the doctor. But, you know, to my credit, and i got to find some wood, I haven't been in a situation where I've had to go to the doctor for a long time. I'm a, Even though if you looked at me, you'd be like, that guy ain't healthy. I'm pretty healthy. I, you might be the healthiest person I've ever met. Well, I'm going to knock on wood again. I've never, Nick doesn't get sick. I don't really get sick. I mean, I get sick. I'll get colds. Barely. But I, I don't get the flu. I don't, you know, I, I haven't gotten like strep throat or I haven't had a fever. Yeah. Or I haven't. The the couple of things that I should have maybe gone to the doctor for, but it would they would have never done anything for me that I couldn't do for myself is some injuries that I've had. One being um, uh, the injury to my knee a couple, uh, like last winter. Oh my God. Where I tripped on a thing like uh, basically this like this is a horrible i probably told this on the podcast but this was like the worst thing that happened to me recently where i was going to go to a do a sketch show um, comedy y'all and i was going back when you could perform places back when you could just jump on a train and go yeah. do a performance at a theater so i went and uh i it was winter it was like around november or something like that and as i was like like hopping up the curb to go down the uh, stairs to catch the subway, these fucking people at this stupid-ass restaurant had a sandwich board, but the sandwich board was like the part where you would write on, you know, you'd write it with chalk on. Uh, That was punched out, so it was just the frame, and it was like laying down, like chained up 
to like a stop sign, but you couldn't see it. It was night. So I went and hopped up on the curb and my ankle got caught on the sandwich board and I fucking hit the ground hard. All the weight came down on my left knee. And then I went and uh, immediately was like, what the fuck? I knew I screwed my knee up a big time. I probably sprained it. Plus, it's a knee that it was like used to be considered my trick knee because I had dislocated it in high school. Oh, my God, babe. This cannot be the entire so, podcast. Don't worry. We're going to talk about some stupid-ass reality show this in a little bit. Don't insane. worry. And then I came home to Ashley, and I showed Ashley, like, remember my knee? Like, it swelled up it was in a way crazy. that was, like, <laughs> insane. It was crazy. And then, to my credit, this is probably the best thing. This is probably the one thing I've ever done that's Are heroic. Are you about to brag? I put some ice on this thing and then I wrapped it up and Ashley jumped in the car with me and drove me to this comedy show. And I performed this sketch show with like a sprained dislocated knee to like four and a half people. Yeah. You got paid for it too. Didn't (laughs) you? Well, no, there was like, there's probably like 10 or 12 people there, but it was not a lot of people. And, uh, but this person that I was going to do the show with, it was like, I would have fucked him completely. Yeah. Cause and you, yeah, you had a the part. Only, I had a part in a thing. It's not like, oh, I'll book another comic. Like I had learned lines all week for this thing. You know, what's interesting is I feel like there's very different philosophies about sharing, um, like body injuries and sickness. Like my grandmother, one of my grandmothers will not ever talk about any sort of malady or or sickness or illness at all like she's to the point where she will go and this has been my entire life she doesn't talk about getting colds or aches or anything she has gone in for surgery where they have put her under and no one has known which might be a little irresponsible actually you know she has emergency contact down and stuff but it's just like she finds it and I've asked her about it and she's like I don't want anyone to hear about like any sort of struggle that I'm having physically because everyone has struggle everyone's in pain and I don't want to like add to anyone's burden with like talking about what I'm going through do you really think that's the reason yes I 100% do she's like a super she's like a she's a Quaker you know so she like sees she's Quaker slash Methodist she's changed a couple times in life but hey we all do hey we all do but so her like philosophy is like leave the world a better place than when you found it um like don't you know be try and like make I don't I I, I'm having trouble explaining this (laughs) besides saying that she's like an absolute sweetheart even though it is kind of like worrisome like I said about going in and going under and not telling anyone but here we are here i am her granddaughter who has a podcast just going on and on about how sore my ass well, is well you you will immediately like as soon as you you're like <laughs> and like all of a sudden it's like i'm sick everybody needs to know i'm sick <laughs> i i don't do that i'm not over here bro i never i never talked to anybody about the thing on my back until i absolutely had to yeah. and it's not out of like i don't want to inconvenience people it's out of like, if I don't talk about it, it'll go away. You know, I don't want to deal with it. Mm. So that's what it is. But anyway, and then previous to me hurting my knee, I sprained my wrist by falling on my wrist a couple of times. I'll say I'll save that story for another time. That's a fun story because it is a, it is a fun story. It's, yeah. I'm truly the villain. Guys, can you believe it? I'm the villain of that story. I've 100% told that story before. It was I'm my sure. first day dog walking. My first dog ever. Okay, here's another. I was another... in Manhattan, and then I went outside. The dog um, uh, immediately started having a diarrhea shit on the sidewalk. It had wrapped its uh, <laughs> leash around my ankle. I tripped, fell back, all my weight on my right wrist, immediately sprained it heavy, like bad, and I had fall, fallen in the dog shit. I was afraid to tell the people whose dog I was walking because I was walking for a company. I didn't want to get fired, and I just finished my day out with like a sprained wrist having to walk like multiple dogs at the, at a time in the middle of the summer in Manhattan. You're not telling this story correctly. Why? This story starts off with us dating. Oh, no, no. I'm not going all the way back. falling in love. <laughs> what? And me thinking you had a job and you lying about having a job and me realizing you didn't have a job and being like, I'm in love with this person. You got to get a job. And you were like, okay, I'll get a job. Okay, I'll get a job. Okay. But then you dragged it out 
way long. It took you forever to get a job. It took me 11 years. And then you got a job at this dog walking company. It was your first day. And I was like, okay, he's going to get a job. Everything's a-okay. And then within seconds of your first day, you called me. And you're like, I got to come home. I'm hurt. I can't do this. And I was like, no. What do that, you mean I didn't have a job? I definitely had a job. Babe, you did not have a job. And you told me you had a job. <laughs> what <laughs> What job did I tell you I had? You said you were working for some friend. <laughs> you lived with a friend at the time, and you were like, yeah, yeah, I do work for him sometimes. Oh, I had just been fired from that job. Okay, well, you did not tell me that. You acted as if you had that job. I was between, I was betwixt <laughs> careers. Yeah, but it was like a year of being in between. No, no, no. I had a job. Babe, you didn't. You didn't. Well, I was, I was living rent free in his kitchen. So, <laughs> okay. So now you understand the context. So then it's the first day of his job. Finally, he's got a job, and he falls down. He hurts himself. He calls me. He says he's going to quit and and leave. And I was like, you can't. And now you can take it away. We don't need to drag this story out. I I had sprained my wrist. Actually, didn't believe me. And I was like, all right, whatever. So I continued walking dogs all day. We didn't live together at the time. And uh, I went over to her house after my uh, shift was over. And I went and I just bought an ace bandage at the store and just wrapped my hand in it. And then I went to, I knocked on the door and Ashley was like all pissed off. I mean, she opened up the door and I showed her my hand and my fist was like a, was like a fucking cantaloupe. It was like the biggest, it was a grapefruit, most swollen fist you'd ever seen and then so like i kind of iced it over at ashley's apartment for like a day and i come i 100 percent melted as soon as i saw you i did think you were making up the thing i did. thought you were making it up. i don't make up injuries i don't i don't fake being sick Who i do does? the other thing i'm not saying that you do but i'm just saying that's not I, I think you've learned now i'm not like a person who's like if i tell you i'm sick it's not like oh great he's pretending right cuz i really don't want to be hurt or sick cuz i don't want to have to go to the doctor so i will pretend i will put something off for a long time until i absolutely have to cut to this week when the thing on my back doubled in size <laughs> and like i woke up one day and it was like I had the stiffest shoulder and neck. I was like, what the fuck? And then it felt like I had like a pimple on my back. Like, you know, like everybody knows the feeling that like you have like a pimple coming and Stretched it kind of hurts. skin. But it was like times a hundred. And I'm like, fuck, shit, fuck. I, I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to say anything about anything. I'm going to give myself a day. Yeah. If for some reason tomorrow it doesn't feel better, I'm going to tell somebody. And if I tell somebody, I'm going to have to go to the doctor. And so that's what I did. I waited the next day and I was like, ah, shit. And then I told my mom, I was like, hey, yeah, by the way, I think I might have to go to the doctor. And she was like, why? And I was like, I got something on my back. And I, sh- I like turned and like you could like see it through the shirt. My mom was like, Jesus Christ, the hell's going on over there? And then I finally told Ashley and Ashley was like, finally, that thing is about to explode. You have to go to the doctor. And so I, I was a little scared. I was like, I don't know what they're going to tell me. But it turns out it is a cyst and they have to remove it. Unfortunately, it is on the bone or something. Like it's over a bone. So like they couldn't just like take care of it in this shitty clinic I went to. They were like, yeah, if you just start like bleeding out of nowhere, you probably don't want to be doing that here. So uh, why don't you go ahead and go see like a real doctor and take care of it? I'm like, oh, cool. All right, fine. So I call like a real doctor and I'm like, yeah, you know, tomorrow's good. And they're like, yeah, how about four weeks from now, you asshole? This is like a real reputable place. We don't have a place for you right now. And I was like, okay. So now I have to wait. But I did get my first set of antibiotics since I was like probably, well, the last time I had any medication was the first year I moved to New York City I uh, was living in, uh, I guess it's considered Bushwick, but it was like Bed-Stuy Bushwick. And um, I had strep throat. And I I must have been, I was probably 18 or 19. And I had strep throat. And I laid in my bed in my like shitty apartment for like two days, like pretty much dying of strep throat. Like sweat, like fever, sweating through. Like I sweat through like my sheets and then I sweat through my other other sheets that I had. And then I sweat through just a bed, basically. 
and I was like, okay, I think something's got to be done here. And I finally like called my mom, and I'm like, hey, I think I might uh, have something going on. And she's like, what's going on? I'm like, uh, I can't swallow anything, and I have the worst headache of uh, ever. And she was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, Don't you know anything? Go to the doctor. And so I was like, oh, okay. And then so I go to the doctor, and the doctor was like, Jesus Christ, you have strep throat. And uh, I was like, uh, oh, okay. And they're like, I'm like, what happens? And they're like, we're just going to give you like penicillin. So they gave me four tabs of penicillin. And uh, I was like, they were like, here, take them all, one one a day. And I was like, okay. And I like went back to, and I was like dying. And I took the one, one penicillin. And like, I would say like in five hours, I was like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, I was like <laughs> completely cured. And then I took the rest of them because you have Good. to. But I just like couldn't believe like Medicine. I was literally about to die and then penicillin like one pill was like all right you're good now that's wild it is wild and that, I got that because I was working at a, at a preschool in Park Slope oh yeah that year I got strep throat and I got pink eye yeah sounds about right kids are gross apparently strep throat as an adult like can kill you like oh my when God. kids have strep throat it's like not as severe but if you're an adult and you get strep throat it's like very bad I didn't know that um and it was really bad because I had gotten strep throat when I was a kid yeah but uh I don't I'd never remember I mean I, I, my parents probably took me to the doctor real quick and got me the medicine and it wasn't a problem but yeah <laughs> when you let strep throat just go for a yeah. couple of days you're really like on the verge of dying babe what the hell it's crazy can you just get over this fear of doctors well i went now and it was like easy you know yeah. what i mean i think in the time of covid doctors are like all right in and out brother in and out i love going to the doctor last time i went to the doctor in new york um i had like a i had like bronchitis and he gave me a prescription for cough syrup nick you'll remember this he gave me a prescription for cough syrup i took the cough syrup at home cough syrup home i eyed it i didn't use the little dropper they gave me i just took like a couple of swigs i slept for like 14 hours it was codeine syrup i didn't realize it who just gives what city md just gives somebody a bottle of codeine syrup codeine that's serious that's scissor yeah i could not believe it now that being said then uh, she had about three quarters of a bottle of that (laughs) in in her home what happened to that I would never touch it again. Well, then I was like, yeah, let me see what the deal is here. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I drank like, I would say I drank like a quarter of the bottle one day. You maniac. I was just. (laughs) I can't believe you're admitting to that on the podcast after we just talked about our our parents (laughs) listening to this. This was like in 2016, like when everybody was talking about, you know, that drank some syrup in your drink. Uh, And I was like, oh shit, we have some of that. I'm like, and I didn't have anything to mix it with. Nick, that is irresponsible. So I just drank about a quarter of the bottle just to see. I never touched it again. I hated it. And (laughs) I too... I was like, this is stupid. It was like, first of all, it was gross. Yeah. It was like pineapple flavored. It's it was like gross. disgusting. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is disgusting. I hadn't had like cough medicine ever. It's in, like, straight a long up time. tastes it like cough gross. medicine. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is gross. And I was like, this is like stupid. Like, I'm like, what is this? Why is like, why are all of the, why is Little Wayne so into this? Yeah. And then I would say within 25 minutes, I was just asleep on the bed. <laughs> on the bed and couldn't get my head off the pillow yeah it's not fun (laughs) listen guys if you have drugs at home don't take them okay recreationally use drugs how they're supposed to be used don't just sip on your girlfriend's codeine syrup okay i was a younger man listen i want to change the subject to something that we haven't talked about we've been talking about illnesses this whole time that's your fault that's your fault bad i was talking about just being sore from working out honestly i wanted to talk about that because i wanted to brag about how i've been working out next thing i know we're talking cysts and codeine listen what i have to say is that something special came in the mail for you this week nick (laughs) (laughs) yes yes i got i got two different hats i got two different hats and actually thank you for bringing that up nick that's not what i brought up that's not why i like this one company they're like a small company in colorado you know what i'm talking about a lot of sort of mountaineering sort of i got nick a present no i bought my own hats and the second hat i I got got nick a book i i just I don't know if I could talk about the book right now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, first of all, 
a couple weeks ago, uh, I surprised Ashley where I got her. Um, she loves the Country Bears guys from Disney. Mm-hmm. She discovered them on our Disney trip. Rediscovered, October, rediscovered, rediscovered them. Fell, re- refell in love. You had you ever seen the Country Bears? I went before? as a child. Yeah. Okay, so we went uh, in October, and Ashley saw the Country Bear Jamboree, and it's a, it's an old exhibit there. Uh, uh, attraction that um, incredible nobody wants to see. It's, it's amazing where people base old people go in there to get out of the heat and everything you want animatronics, songs, a show. Ashley went there and she brought a tear to her eye. She jumped up uh, and she grabbed all of a sudden Started. she had two she had two spoons in her pocket. I don't know where that came from. Smacking my hand on my she thigh, was singing all the songs. She loved it so, and I enjoyed it too. I really do like the. It's a fun attraction. Yeah, it's incredible. So then uh, a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago, I was perusing the internet. We talk a lot about Country Bears in this house. We have a Patreon where we watch the Country Bears movie from 2001, which is terrible, but Ashley loves. And so when you talk about a lot of stuff and you Google a lot of stuff, things, ads, you know, targeted ads. And uh, I got targeted by a face on Facebook or something about um, eBay had somebody on eBay was selling the Country Bears, the entire cast toys, little plush toys from McDonald's. They were like McDonald's Happy Meal toys. toys from 2001. And Someone were, was selling the complete set in mint condition in bags, and uh, I was like, "Oh, this is this is going to be a crazy bidding war." I'm like, "This is I don't know how much uh, should I should I try to purchase it?" And I looked, and the buy now was for thirty one dollars. <laughs> and my baby bought me those bears for like eight bears, and I bought them, and they came in a couple of days, and then I surprised Ashley with them, and then she opened them up. And they're still in the bag. She doesn't know if she wants to take them out. I think she should. There's Lily no value. Lily did chew a hole in one of them. Did t- she? In the bag. Get a hole? In the bag. Completely? It's pierced. It's a fang has pierced it. Okay, so you should just rip them all out Fang, because they're now they're not in mint. mint condition. No, they're not. Lily, now one of them is not in a bag. Lily, I'll get you. So I think you got to take them out and Nick set them up. Nick just wants me to take them out so I can play with them. Yeah, I think they should be put around. Who cares? We're not collectors like that. You just put them on a shelf. It's fun to see them, right? That is true. And what are you doing? Like, you're going to keep them in a box somewhere? Nobody wants these. These are from 2001. They cost me $31, including shipping. They're priceless, and I left them. I'll protect them at all costs. There's a price. It's $31. Lily's got to go. So, anyway, I bought them, and I guess Ashley decided that since I surprised her with something that she really likes, like a little specific thing, that she was going to repay the favor. And so there was a package that was delivered here, and it had Ashley's name on it. And it was from some bookstore, and I picked it up. It was very heavy. I know Ashley had ordered some books from Word Bookstore in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. and Support uh, your local bookstore. I was very excited because there's some books there that I want to read as well. And, and I go, hey, you got your books. And I threw it to her. And then she looked at it. She had a little grin on her face, and she's like, actually... And this is for you. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? She was like, I got something for you. Open it up. And I was like, okay. So I opened it up. And what was inside? The hometown. That's right. HGTV's own Ben and Aaron. Their memoir. That's right. <laughs> Hardcover. And it's a book. And I really just don't know how to feel about it. You got to read it, babe. I can't read you that. You got to read it. So she bought it. And I, and I guess in theory, that's very sweet. What the? She knows that I do like that show. But I just feel like owning the hardcover. T- it's also, it's a, it's a coffee table book. It's big, baby. It's big. And it's a memoir of like their life story. Their love. And it's like there's their work. a lot of pictures. There is a lot of pictures in this book. But I was like, What's I, it called? I'm, I don't know. Hometown. Make a something memoir? good today. Something. I, think is I don't it know. Is. It's downstairs because I'm attempting to pawn it off on my mother. What the fuck, babe? You got to read that I'll book. I'll tell you what. The reaction that you wanted from me. Yeah. I got from my mom. Oh, my God. Did you record it? No. When I handed that to my mom, I was like, hey, look what Ashley got me. I handed it, and she was like, what? What? Oh, my. (laughs) That's what I wanted. What? And she started opening it up, and, like, immediately, like, I already was, like, done. 
and I, I was like walking to put something in the trash. I came back and I just overheard her go, look, they're so young. Like, <laughs> what? That's what I want to see. I want to see that. So, I mean, I my mom is also that. a big uh, HDTV fan and, and she was actually watching some hometown when I uh, when I saw her earlier. Um, and uh, yeah, so. She bought me this book, and folks, I'm not exactly 100% sure what to do with it. I know it's not coming to Brooklyn. That stays here. Nick. I can't. We have a stack of books we're trying to get rid of. You have to read it. No. I bought it for you. I paid a lot of money for that book. You, you have to read it. couldn't have. I paid more money for that book than you paid for the Country no. Bears. You paid more than $30 for it? Yes. Why? <laughs> Why did you do that? I think it was around 30 because it was so shipping for, and handling. It was fuck? over a little over 30. Oh, my God. Ashley. I'll read it if you don't read Can it. Can I ask you a question? We're when, both going to read it together and we're going to talk were, about it. When you, <laughs> when you were looking for this gift, yeah. did it just come across your... No. What happened was my best friend from high school, Sarah, uh, I won't say her last name. Uh, I guess I'll say her no, last name. No, you don't have to say her last name. Okay. You looked at me weird. No. I think you had something stuck in your throat. No, so, I looked at you weird because we, you were, have, you've been podcasting while sitting in a bed for the past couple of weeks. <laughs> and what I noticed is about halfway through our podcasts, you kind of switch your position. You go to a laying. I like to lay in you pod. La- you lay lounge. In pod. And I talked to you pre-pod in our pre-pod production Nick meeting. Nick asked me not to lay. Please don't lay. It sounds like you're tired when and you're And so performing. I haven't laid. Yeah, okay. You but were, I was starting to. You were about to, to was, and that was, was the look. It, it must, was, when, I, when, when I see you about to lay down and I'm disappointed, it must look like I have something caught in my throat. <laughs> I started to recline. So my friend, Sarah, high school friend, she, um, her and her husband are just kind of lightly talking about relocating. And uh, they're talking about this place in Mississippi that's on the ocean, on the Gulf. And I was like, oh, my God, Nick and I are obsessed. Well, really, Nick is obsessed with this show called Hometown. I've watched a total of six episodes. You've watched so many episodes. No, I don't I've know why you're God, playing six coy. Is six is probably a, 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 a heavier number than, than, than actually maybe five. Okay, well, I was like, well, Nick and I had talked about relocating to Laurel, Mississippi, so that we can hang out with the hometown folks and maybe live there, looking at some property there. It's very cheap, blah, blah, blah. And Sarah's like, oh, my God, I've never seen that show. But one of my coworkers at the mill, Sarah, like, works at a, a weaving mill, an artisanal weaving mill in the Appalachian Mountains where they make heirloom blankets. Why are they called heirloom blankets? Because they're supposed to last generations. At least that's what they tell you when they charge you $500 for a blanket. (laughs) Okay, folks? Tell me about it. So she was like, one of my coworkers is obsessed with the show and lent me their memoir. And I was like, their memoir? And she's like, yeah, it's the story of their marriage and their life and how they got into different things. And Sarah was telling me one of the things that the husband did. Is that Aaron? Who's the husband's name? Ben. Ben. One of the things. <laughs> you had, so you had the choice of Ben and I forgot Aaron. Ben. I just could remember Aaron. <laughs> One of the things that Aaron did is he like made a. It's b- Ben. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One of the things Ben did was he made a book. Like every day for a year or something, he made a book with like a sweet memory from that day for Aaron and he presented it to her for like her birthday or something. And Sarah was just talking. We were talking about how romantic they are as a couple. And then that was like a week ago. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know. I should get Nick that book. And so it just popped in my head. And so I looked it up. I Googled it and I found it and then I bought it. Okay, that's a, that's that's nice. Because you know I would have just realized I would have been okay with the T-shirt. They have a T-shirt. Well, I'm sure they got some sort of a T-shirt. It's Sunday, and we have. I was just when I just mentioned romance, I realized it's Sunday. We haven't done our weekly romantic uh, ritual. And what's that? We slow dance and sing "Happy Birthday to Lily" while we do it. That's right. That's right. We do that every Sunday. Pretty much every fifteen Sundays. We yeah, we to usually do it, forget. But. Well, you know, you got me the book and. I looked at it for about a second and then I put it down. I, I couldn't bear to look at it Why? any more than that. Because I don't know, something about it makes me feel 
you know, I'm struggling with feeling too white. You know what I mean? Um, oh, in and general. To, and to own the hometown book. It is hard a very, cover, yeah. And to read it would be really, I just feel like that would be a little tough in these times. You know what I mean? Just read it. You know, people are trying to defund the police and I'm studying the story of Ben and Aaron. Yeah, I get it. What's the point? But uh, like also read it. <laughs> We'll see. And then we can talk about it on the pod. I don't want to talk about it on the pod. <laughs> I already talk about a bunch of stupid ass shit. We have something else to talk about. We I do. know you want to get to the we show. Do. I but don't want to get to the show. Are you about to bring it up? Yeah. Let's say it. A One, one two, two, three. three. Safari. Cyst. Oh, we already talked about my cyst. <laughs> yes. The safari. Guys, we participated in um, something that is very much like a Tiger King Style. It was not like a Tiger King thing at all. Tiger King is the animals are in cages and you walk around. This is a drive through safari. It's part of Six Flags. It's in New Jersey. It's one of like three activities you can do now in the time of quarantine because you just stay in your car and you drive through. It's acres. It's huge, big, sprawling land. I mean, of course, ideal, ideally, it would be more land and the animals would be free and they'd be running around, but they're definitely not in cages. They're definitely roaming. Um, and it was so fun. Uh, there's a couple, there's a couple of depressing moments where you feel bad for the animals, but overall it was 99% a home run. It lasted three hours. The drive was very long. It was very long. You kind of drive in like a procession of vehicles, but you're just driving through these, like this, this land, nothing stopping you, nothing stopping the animals from coming up to your car at all. You have to keep your windows up. We saw like a herd of bison. We saw like moose. What would you call a plural of moose? Meese? I think it's moose. <laughs> the plural of moose is moose. So what's a singular, singular moose? A moose. A moose. And then if you want to say, look at all the moose over there. Why doesn't it go the same as goose and geese? It, it doesn't. It should. Mouse and mice. Goose and geese. Moose and meese. So we went on this safari, and uh, I drove, and uh, it was very nice. Uh, I mean, we were like, I don't know if this is going to work out. Are there going to be any animals out? It had rained earlier in the day, uh, but there were a bunch of people there. We paid our little ticket. We paid our little ticket, and then we go in, and really, like immediately, we saw like a couple of what like ostriches walking around, mm -hmm. and then so then we pull up to this like one of the air. We're coming up on this body of water. All of these moose, okay, a herd of moose go into the lake, and then this herd of bison comes, like, running down a mountain, and then the moose come out of the lake, and it was just, like, nature. I mean, there really was, like, I would say, like, 40 buffalo or whatever, <laughs> like, running past our car. It, it was, was crazy. It was pretty, it was, like a little jarring yeah they came close <laughs> they did we're like what's gonna stop them from just like running into the car and like just like taking off like a rear view mirror a side view yeah mirror or something yeah it was it was it was kind of intimidating so then we drove around and there was like each you would drive for about i would say you know about five minutes or so i'd say yeah like 10 in each little area and then you would move into the other section so they clearly they've sectioned things off like based on like i guess what parts of the world you'd be in it seemed to be like based off continents yeah right, right so it was like seven sections it seems like we went through yeah we saw as we said some some bison some uh some a bunch of ostriches that's the one thing every continent section every land that we went through had ostriches <laughs> seemed to have some ostriches and i would say it's like i would say it's a good 10 to 15 minutes in each land do you think it's because they can't contain them yeah maybe the ostriches are just allowed to free roam and they just get along with all the animals do ostrich can they fly i don't think so they could probably jump over the ostriches walls. cannot fly they can run very fast so then we saw we saw kangaroo we saw black bears we saw brown bears now the brown bears we saw were really like the country bear jamboree bears the bears were incredible they were the best part yeah, they all, so animated they had all this land to roam and they were just scratching their backs on trees yeah, you got to see bears do shit that bears only do in movies and <laughs> yeah. tv which was pretty incredible i had never seen like a bear really scratch its back on a tree yeah or, flopping around in a lake yeah like like floating on its back like below 
blue. Yeah. Like it was, uh, it One was... was on like a giant rock thing off to the side, sunning with its legs up. Yeah. And I've noticed that all the black bears were just sleeping. Black like, bears, yeah, they were not and, animated. And they're like, you, you really can't make out what they look like. You know, their their fur is so black and, and their faces aren't, they didn't seem to be as animated. Well, they were also farther away. They were, but like, like the brown bears seemed kind of interested in the cars and were like walking towards them and stuff. And br- the brown bears, their faces are really what like, teddy bears are modeled after so yeah. they're kind of lifelike even though they're alive but they're kind of like human-like almost totally and uh they they're cute and they're kind of funny to look at now it we did realize i, I mean i think we talked about it while we were on the safari black bears are kind of i think they're kind of docile and i think they're more chill than brown bears. brown bears will just eat the shit out of you and a few of these things as they were like walking not you they were kind of sectioned yeah, off from for the, the cars the bear section and the lion section they were there the lion section had like a cage around it and then the the bear section just had like a what looked like a wire fence like maybe just your basic sort of cow electric fence right and but a couple of these bears were like really kind of like trail like following cars. Yeah, on the fence. it was almost like yeah, come near me because yeah. I'd love to rip your face off. Yeah, uh, and 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 they they were big, man. They were big, <laughs> the, and they the were brown s- bears were huge. They were so cute, though. They were cool. It was fun seeing there them was hang out. A baby brown bear or like a bear cub that was trying to jump up into the tree and like was just grabbing onto the top it of felt it. Felt like over almost and over like again. an animatronic, like yeah. in a Disney attraction. We were like, he can do it. We're all rooting him on. on. Uh, the giraffes were cool. Giraffes were pretty cool. The elephants were pretty cool. The zebra were pretty cool. Zebras were cool. Um, How about those bambooms? Come on. <laughs> My sister called a baboon a bamboom. And <laughs> <laughs> we really, honestly, as a car, we laughed for a good 40 minutes. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, it was she a good trip. She didn't say that, though. I think you contorted what <laughs> yeah, she said. That's into what that. I do. Somebody mistakenly says something. You do it often on this podcast. Yeah. And then I'll throw it in your face for a couple years. But she didn't say that full thing. She just said, I think she said bamboo. Yeah, I think she said bamboo uh, <laughs> instead of baboon. <laughs> <laughs> I added the M instead of it yeah. being. You, you know, made it bambooms. Bamboom, just as funny <laughs> to say. Bambooms. Um, but it was a good time. And it's like, I don't know, it felt nice to do something because we went with your mom, we went with your sister. So the four of us, we were able to do something outside as a group and not have to like freak out about pandemic stuff because the windows are all rolled up and we're just separate from everybody. It was cool. It was definitely cool. Would you do that again? I'd do it again in like a year. Yeah. Yeah. In like six months or a year, something like that. It was very, there was a ton of people there. There was a lot of people there. Um, I mean, people are out of work still, so it makes sense. Yeah. It was the middle of the day and the middle of the week. So. And what happens is like a, something will come up to your car, you know, and like when that happens, everyone stops because they're all like, oh, I want to get next to the thing that's coming up to the car. Now, there were two lanes you could pick. You're supposed to stay in your lanes, but, like, of course, we're in New Jersey, so people are like, ah, these fucking people ain't moving fast enough. And, like, kind of, like, all of a sudden, someone lanes, would swerve around. Like, what are you doing, guy? Like, yeah. we're all staring at a goddamn kangaroo. Yeah. And it's, and it's little Joey. Yeah. Don't you love that a baby kangaroo is named Joey? What is that from? That's what it is. A Joey oh. is a baby kangaroo. That's isn't, that cute. A, isn't that cute? That is a cute. Joey. You know what's interesting? Kangaroos can punch people. <laughs> Have you ever seen a picture of a kangaroo punching someone? Yeah, it's funny. It's it's fascinating. Now kangaroos. I also the I, I saw that that meme that went around for a while. It was really a picture of like the most jacked kangaroo like yes, ever. Yeah, that's scary. Had pecs. Had pecs. Yeah, so scary. You know, we have to talk about a television show. Where How we're, long have we been talking? Required. We've been talking for a very long time. So I think we're going to talk about this television show, but we're not going to take a break. Wow. Because it makes no sense. Like, why would we take a break? You're now? right. We'll just talk about it. So we watched a show called uh, Renovation Island. We've watched all three episodes that have aired. We literally just watched the third episode, which just aired um, a few minutes ago or about an hour ago. And um, it is on HGTV. Obviously, we're watching a lot of HGTV these days. And it is basically a family uh, that relocates to a Caribbean island. Bahamas. In the Bahamas. And they, the I guess the guy is a contractor or he owns his own contracting mm-hmm. business. And he buys, or I guess 
the couple and his wife has an eye for design. That's how they say that. Yeah. Not, nothing about her having her own interior exactly. decorating business. She's got an eye for he's design. Like, he's like, I'm a contractor, and my wife has an eye for design. So they buy a, a, a rundown resort. Yeah, it was previously, I think, Emerald Palms was the name of it. It closed in 2008. It's been closed for at least 11 years. I think this is filming 2019, 2018 or 2019, and um, it's basically a boutique resort. You know. There's like 18 huts that you can stay in, plus a strip of hotel rooms that are like, I think there's like 20 hotel rooms, but it's not accommodating hundreds of people. It's like, definitely you're going to go there and have a very unique, small experience. Um, Perfect for weddings. Hint, hint. You want to stay there? I was thinking about it. Listen, after uh, I'm seeing what I saw in the past three episodes, I'm not staying in that fucking shithole. So they <laughs> go, they find it, they buy it. They re- relocate. They have like six kids. Yeah. They relocate their entire family. They're like basically half living on a houseboat, half living in like uh They live on a boat for the first month and then they get one of the houses like fixed. It's uh, And so they get there and they're like, this is going to be a, what a wild adventure. We're going to renovate this resort. So they start tearing this stuff down and start to see like what the structures are that they can build off of and immediately they realize that the entire resort is completely rotted to the core uh, as well as having termites infesting the entire grounds. It's all garbage complete like, garbage every time they're like okay we're just gonna get this drywall off and take a look at these oh my god these beams so then or they're like oh my god these pipes yeah then they dig up the pipes they're like well at least we could use the plumbing all of the plumbing is rusted and they're like okay well what about the electricity the electrical system all the it's all rotted out you can't use it uh, all the ac units also like 150 degrees there it's there's no air conditioning wild and, they could not run into more problems and so they're immediately Immediately running into many problems and it's like you could tell this guy is just like looking at the camera like fuck why did I decide to do this now something very telling is and this is rare for um, uh, home and garden television uh, the network they never once let us know how much it costs to buy this resort so we just watched the third episode which came out tonight on Sunday and it was the first time where they ever started like mentioning numbers like they're talking about the termite um, having to do all the extermination and they were like it's going to run us around $45,000 and I was like oh my god that's wild that they're talking numbers because for the first two episodes like Nick said they never mentioned how much the resort costs they never talked. Not once have we heard a proposed budget. You know how like flip or flop. They're like, okay, well, we're, we've got two hundred thousand dollars for the house, and we want to spend about fifty thousand on updates. Nothing like that at all. We don't know how much they're investing in this. We don't know how much things are going to cost by room. I can't tell you how much it's going to cost to t- retile the the restaurant and the clubhouse. But I do know it's $45,000 to exterminate those termites. So I'm guessing we're looking at millions here. I mean, it has to be millions. They're spending like, uh, you know, $10,000 on like dividers for the rooms. I I ever so everything they go into then they then they'll like uh they're checking out the the uh, the pool and they're like oh well, we got to redo the pool and that'll cost it so the entire time what happens here and this is why I think this show is incredible um so you have this guy Brian do you remember her name I don't whatever oh Sarah is that her name yep it is so Brian uh, and Sarah are the are the couple and so Brian will go in and he's he's clearly like losing his mind over this. And then Sarah comes into the, one of these rooms who is the person who has the eye for design. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. I think we should move the bathrooms on no, the other side. Uh, uh-uh. She's not passive like that, babe. She's not like, I think we should m- remove. She comes in and she's like, my plan is to move this wall here, switch the shower over there. She's very much like a boss and has papers and like she's definitely drawn up plans. She's not being passive about it. And he and he's like, you haven't run any of this by me. And then we just watch them passive aggressively fight. They fight immediately. They have started to fight on this show. Every little decision that is being made where they have to come together and decide things, they are in like a little tift. It's uh, it's it's pretty interesting that they have decided to open themselves up to this show 
and open their lives up and it and it hasn't taken them more than one episode to have like a contentious working relationship it's yeah it's very it's fascinating and also with hgtv shows i feel like either we're we're constantly just talking money throughout the whole show like that that is the cornerstone of the show money what it takes to buy a house what it takes to fix a house or we're talking like um you know technique craft this is how you do this this is how you do that they're not talking about either of these things. They're just like, yeah, we got to bust up this floor. And then you just see them bust it it's up. It's just like demolition and then passive aggressive argues. Yeah, they're arguments. not like explaining any technique to us. They're not talking about the finance of it. It's just, will this marriage last through this renovation seems to be the, the point of the show. Well, what's interesting is like you see in the like the previews for the for the rest of the season, eventually they book some sort of wedding. Yeah. They have to really get it done before this wedding so and, and at, at at the start they had six months to have people have this place booked out yeah and the way that they're look they're looking right now it is not gonna happen not gonna happen and another thing that they're dealing they're dealing with is they're trying to get a lot of i guess high-end materials that they cannot get on the island yeah so they have to have them shipped in by boat and they have to wait for their materials. And, to get through customs. So things are taking like a month to two months. Quite often they show up on a dock and wait for their like tiles to show up. And they are just not there. Tiles don't come or they come and they're wrong and they can't like return them. They're just like, okay, I guess we're going to have to figure out a way to use these. And something else that they're not saying, but I can tell that this guy Brian is sort of alluding to is the fact that He's used to his own workers, yeah, and he has to employ people that live on the island. And he, I, I have a feeling he's having issues with the fact that he doesn't really know how good his staff is. Here. I think you're 100 percent right. He has he has two like um, people locals who are helping him. He has the groundskeeper whose name I don't remember. We just met him for the first Willie. time. Was that it? No. no. That's from the Simpsons. The groundskeeper is just like a cool old dude. And we saw them drink um, milk and gin and talk about the history of the resort. And then he has kind of like his right hand man whose name I can't remember, but he's a local. And we see them like joking a lot and they're joking with the wife and stuff. And then it just seems to be like uh, a team of people who. I don't know if they, this is, you know, they're, they're probably day workers. You know what I mean? It's day workers. And it's like, how many, how many, it seems from what we can tell from this island, no one's putting up resorts. So I don't know how often this type of work is happening there. But on this third episode, he has to like redo, uh, he has to start redoing all of the roofs. So he's just going to bring in all of his guys. Yeah, that's what they were talking about. They were going to bring in this whole roofing team and try and teach the local day workers how to do the roofing like they do it back in Canada, which is where they're from. Yeah. And but they never say that they're from Canada, right? They don't say they're from Canada, but I have they're something like to tell you. Secretly Canadian. I have which something is to tell you. A record uh, label. And yeah. I don't want you to say that I'm ruining something or spoiling something for you just because I found some outside information. Uh, here okay? we go. I just found some outside information. I was Googling the show synopsis so that i could say it on our podcast and i learned that this show just aired just recently aired just finished airing in canada on hgtv canada and it was such a hit that they immediately brought it to hgtv usa guess what what it was under a different name in hgtv canada and that was <sighs> the island of brian what <laughs> The Island of Brian? The Island of Brian. Brian's the name of the guy. So, wait a minute. Is he famous on HGTV? No. Why would they call it the Island of Brian? I don't know. Maybe he is famous on HGTV. I didn't find it. I kind of bailed from Googling. doesn't seem to be that he is. It seems to be that this is just... They just named it the Island of Brian. Which actually makes more sense because it centers it around him and his wife more than Renovation Island. Well, I don't think so. I, I think Renovation Island makes a lot more sense than the Island of Brian. It sounds like he's the king of the island. I he's think, not even the king of the but, island. He's just on a little resort on an island. But that is how he's island. acting, as if he's the king of the island, right? Wrong. You don't like that he spells his name B-R-Y-A-N. That's something you brought up. Never trust a Brian with a Y. Everybody knows that. Where does that come from? I just made that up. Then everybody <laughs> doesn't know that. Well, they do now. 
Well, I'm going to continue watching this show, I think. We are DVRing it, you know. We haven't really caught up on our other shows, haven't done A Labor of Love this week or the second episode of Double Shot of Love Season 2, but I personally am excited to check those things out. We, I am too. Well, mm-hmm. we'll give a little report on on, on, the, on the two latest episodes of both those shows next week. We figured we'd give you a reprieve on talking about uh, love-related shows. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Just make sure that you're checking out our uh, recaps for The Challenge, which drop every Thursday morning. Uh, and uh, we're going to be recording another Patreon episode probably in the next week or so. I guess yeah. we... Jump on we it. We have to get it in before the end of June. End of June. Yeah. So expect it within the next dropping. within the next seven days, and we may do another random check in episode where we kind of check in on on what we've been doing every single day for a couple minutes. That was kind of fun to do, and I like grouping our months together. We'll see how it goes. Last you month, like having a theme for I each will, month. Yeah. Last month was about movies. This month is kind of like the little check in episodes. Yeah. We'll do all that fun stuff. Yeah. And uh, guys, thank you for listening to us. Uh, we you, appreciate you. Yeah, we do. You could check out everything that we do at uh, realityblowspodcast.com and uh you know i guess just live your lives go buy an island and renovate mm, it i mean mm-hmm. that's what, what everybody does these days you yep. know the island of brian <laughs> okay guys bye, bye.